Yo, it's your girl Kilowatt. <laughs> like, I hate that this whole process has been a series of me feeling like I'm okay. And then something will come along and just derail it. And I'll just be, like, crying. And I wanted to share this, like, really unique sequence of events. So, my previous podcast this morning, I said, I am going home to pack. And I've been really excited about this move because I feel like it'll be a new start and I can let go. And I can try again and I can focus there. But that doesn't mean it's easy. And so I'm packing up pictures and letters and shit that matters to me that shouldn't anymore. And I'm putting it in boxes. And I'm asking if I should even keep them. But like with Jacob, even though his dad and I, we got a divorce, I still kept the pictures and the wedding albums because I wanted them to be important for Jacob. It is important to your children to see the pictures of your parents together because it shows them where they came from at a time when it was love. It wasn't always tumultuous. So I keep these things, even though I don't want to look at them. I just, I'm putting them in boxes. Part of me cried a little and I was like, you know, I just need to zone out. I just need to sit down and watch Netflix. And like, I clicked on my account because Brent helped me set up the TV, bought for me, and did all the things here with me to help me figure out this life with without him by me all the time. And so he set up this account for me, and I already I had subscribed, but I couldn't understand how to link it. And so I just have that. There's not a connection in a lot of things, and so it always required help in that way. And it hurts because I'm really intelligent a lot of different ways. And it's just part of my autism. And it's really frustrating because I have nobody. And he was always my person. Like every person has a person, especially if they're on the spectrum and they have someone to help them. And Lisa right now would be considered my person. But she's in Prineville this weekend. And so I'm just sitting here, like, trying not to cry and try not to be sad. And I was like, I'm going to go watch some of my stand-up comedies or maybe I'll get back into my show that, you know, Ginny and Georgia or, like, whatever. And I sit down and I click on Netflix and I see that they deleted my profile. And, like, I don't know if you're aware of this. But they have like a special algorithm of everything that you've ever watched. So for the last 14 years, I've had the same algorithm. So basically everything on my For You thing would be exactly what I wanted to watch. And I know that seems silly. It seems really like something really benign that shouldn't bother you or derail you. But when I really asked myself why this hurts so bad... It came from a place of realization that I've been erased completely from a life that I was part of for 14 years. I have no contact with friends. I have no contact with family. I have no contact with my ex-husband. All we do is text and he always replies, okay. And I know that that's all because of her. 
And that's the most painful part is just, it's like, dude, I don't even have the decency of being included in a life that I took part of for almost two decades. Like I was just there and then I was gone and it was like, I never mattered. And I don't understand why you can't just let me have my fucking Netflix. Because it bothers your fucking ego, you bitch. God. And then this week, it was like, it was so frustrating because I I actually, I conceded on Tuesday night. I was on my way to go get Braylon. I said to Braylon that afternoon, okay, baby, I'll see you tonight. I love you. I had plans for us. I picked up dinner for her. I was on my way and Brent said, actually, she's got a play date tomorrow morning with Tara Bell. Caitlin's taking her for a play date. And it would be a lot easier if she could just stay here. And so as much as I didn't want to, I was trying to be somebody that was not so vindictive and frustrated and angry. And so... I realized, okay, I can take this. I can take this that it's cool. And the next day with the key situation, it worked to the benefit of Braylon not having to sit in the car watching me dig through shit. So that's fine. But I'm realizing that because I conceded to some bitch who couldn't let her not her ego not be stroked for two fucking seconds. Like, you can't be center stage for two seconds. Like, it's just a Netflix account. But for my daughter, everything has changed. You probably changed where the cups went. She can't eat macaroni in her room. The fucking Netflix account's been changed. She can't put stickers on her door. Like, she can't sleep in the same bed as her dad. But if she does, you gotta be in the middle. That's fucking weird. It's really fucking weird. And I wanna ask you why you can't just let me have this one fucking thing because you're so bothered, you gotta have all my attention. I've been doing my best to ignore your shit, but it's just part of my healing process. I'm doing this by myself. I've had no closure. I've been not granted any closure. I've been pushed out of my life, and now I don't even have a fucking Netflix account. So go fuck yourself. For real. I was gonna stay home tonight, but I think I'm gonna go on a date. I'm going to pick up my fucking phone, I'm going to call someone, and I'm going to go on a date tonight. So that way, maybe I can not cry and not feel like a total piece of shit because I'm really fucking sad and I just needed to heal, but right now I need something to make me feel better and it's just not this. It's not this. So for my friends and family, I love you guys. I am sorry I didn't wish you happy birthday. But fuck this, man. Fuck Netflix.